machine responds back to you so the power of haptics is being used as a uh, as an actuator to create that uh, communication between the man and the machine another areas are into aviation the automotive i remember when we play ps3 oh maverick is there you were just yeah i have invited him maine bola come shower with your knowledge welcome maverick good evening everybody am i audible good evening yeah yeah audible so uh, we were talking about some uh, healing practices using the power of touch and glen wanted to know more about that i told him that maverick is someone who is into crystal healing into lu pharma and reiki and all so i will just come back to you i'll just complete this thought i'll just come back to you do you want to say something Aruj, you are think Aruj is on a call. She has got a call. Oh wait, no problem. So, um, <clears throat> I remember when I used to play my PS3, PS4, PS5, whatever Xbox. Whenever I used to play a certain car race, just by the crash, whenever it used to happen, um, a certain vibration used to come in my hand uh, from the joystick or from the uh, game controller. uh even they are using these uh, in some of the ar vr games where there is a game called the vr magic where when you put a certain magical spell in front of you you feel certain vibrations in your hands so they are trying to connect that uh, real time environment with the virtual environment using the power of haptics in virtual reality we are using that a lot in space robotics So these are some of the applications of haptics sandeep amazing yeah uh, we all are adults here so another question uh, uh, all those uh, sex toys are also haptic therapy tool therapy tools or yes. what so there is this concept called uh, like uh, ron was here before you guys joined in so we were discussing about this concept of teledildonics so tele means far and dildo is a sexual object that uh, women use like a phallus symbol to satisfy themselves in teledildonics what happens is that there is a vibrator that the women is using however the control of the vibrator is in an app which is with her boyfriend or whoever partner sexual partner at a certain distance that's oh, what's yeah, yeah, yeah. then then that's there are virtual kisses as well i get it i get it ha theek hai all these so things that's not the um, power of touch so whatever that he wants to uh, uh, create emotions inside her he's using a tool or a technology to create that from a far off distance by controlling the speed of the vibration the heat that he wants to give her and also the electric current some surges that he wants to give her so there is a very uh, you can say a virtual love connection that is happening so that is the power of haptic in a You know what you think? You can say in a sexual manner. Yeah, but nothing can beat human cuddle. Uh, <laughs> just the condition is that exactly. you shouldn't be exactly. stinking at that time. Like you yeah, but these uh, are some of the applications of uh, haptics that uh, are happening right now. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, taking the haptic haptics to technology and the robots is a little. It sounds. quite artificial but i also heard that robotics can actually 
the cpr as well so cpr i mean definitely it's a first aid for any cardiac arrest i do not know how much haptics come to that because that's an actual first aid treatment so it's a real stuff and like uh, uh akarsh just mentioned definitely massage uh, is uh, test therapy it's not so all i am to i'm just reading effect. about this thing in robotics where they say that they have uh, created something called the shadow hand it's an advanced robotic hand it has 129 touch sensors in every joint and finger pad it can be relay information to the operator this allows you to type from a distance so just by just by touching the sensor pad the typing happens in some other dimension so that is the power of haptics uh even i heard that uh, metaverse is also related to i mean yes we were talking about metaverse yeah metaverse is uh, completely connected to the concept of haptics even uh, touch pads touch phones smartphones right now when i'm uh, trying to navigate through the internet uh, using my mouse it it actually is a touch pad so there also the concept of haptics is coming nowadays we don't have those uh, mouse we have touch pads on laptops on macintosh so this is also the concept of haptics how technology basically it's anything to do with touch why do we have to put new terms like haptics and why don't we just call it touch <laughs> <laughs> so that you can get fascinated about this one particular ah, thing what is this haptics exactly <laughs> the monster bhaji ho gaya <laughs> uh during this topic how many actually remembered about amrita nandamayi uh which one amrita nandamayi the i mean saint in kerala who is known as the hugging mother have you oh yeah 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 An- anand mayi ma yeah yeah i am from kerala oh, i'm aware krishna priya has heard her many times she is aware no i don't i don't go There. Okay. So what I have heard from some of my friends who actually believe that and I respect it, after embracing her, they have become, I mean, really emotional and they felt very very light after that. So I, I think even in one of the Sadhguru's videos, he showed that uh, he was touching the uh, in the middle of the eyebrows and they were feeling certain sensation, certain vibration inside them. after a certain process even osho used to do that a lot it is a part of transcendental meditation so touch is very powerful absolutely even uh, in nlp we use touch as an anchor if you can touch in a certain area you can implant an anchor or you can, you can even implant a bug so in the in the next time when you meet that person if you touch at that area it can trigger certain emotions inside them absolutely and there is a categorization of work satisfaction if you are traded with anybody uh, they differentiated our professions or work based on category a category b and c uh, the a usually falls when it uh, is people to people and you know who falls under the a category nurses mm-hmm. and other people yeah. they have most oh beautiful beautiful, beautiful. Uh, the i used to be part of uh, top notch healthcare where I have trained more than a lot of nurses, paramedics and all. So I am aware about what aspect you are bringing into the conversation. Yes, definitely. They are the first point of contact. And even in marketing, we have this uh, 
contact point where the customer comes in the contact with your purpose your vision with your product with your prototype with your people yes that itself is the concept of haptics or the touch and this is not something in a tangible manner more on an intangible manner yeah and that's brings to sandeep's point exactly when we say when he talks about the when it's a people to people there is something else uh, so yes. at the spiritual level if we call all uh, i mean each one of us as energy uh, when one energy meets another energy something happens for sure i yes. i think there's a yes. because uh, there might be a placebo effect there could be a lot of other things so i think uh, confluence of energies always takes place this is the reason that uh, opposite values are complementary to each other when we have day we have night so that we can balance out at the time when uh, everything is transitioning we have uh, these transitions of emotions both in the positive side and the negative side like a yin and yang and uh, that this confluence of energies is something which is creating that semblance within us and in the universe that itself is the concept of touch how you are touching on those energies and how you are vibrating with them Uh, I'll just tell you one small. Uh, I mean, he's a quack. Uh, he works in one inaccessible area. Yeah. I mean, so before that, I'll just uh, I'll just quickly welcome Parag and Maverick. These guys have also joined in. Thank you guys for joining in. Whenever you want to chime in, please do that. Yes, Mr. Kumar. Yeah, it's a simple story. Varun is a is a quack and. Uh, Uh, he has What's a quack? Of, yeah is a quack and that means uh, is a is a doctor who is not qualified uh, so you know okay acha okay like a jhola cha <laughs> yeah yeah we call him quacks uh, but quacks are necessary <laughs> okay. uh, for our country because they go to a lot of inaccessible areas and many of them mm, yeah i'm aware about that i'm aware about yes so i heard about one uh, quack like this i don't want to call him this quack is opd is around 250 patients per day touch each other on an average of 180 times in an hour in paris it was about close to about 100 110 times if my memory serves me right if you jet over to florida the average actually drops to twice an hour so we're talking about 180 times in puerto rico uh in paris it was about over 100 times and in florida it drops to 2 per hour and the, by the time you move to london the average was 0 per hour so there are plenty of good reasons not to touch every stranger that we see there's of course there's some touch hunger and that and then there's creepy but when we can hold back on too much we miss out on too much so a lot of people think that way you know when these posh complaints actually come to corporates and uh, uh, stuff like that because you know we were taught that the touch has to feel non sexually harassing being touched on a face by a coworker is considered as the most inappropriate and the harassing t- type of touch uh touch in the waist region is most inappropriate and harassing a gentle tap on the shoulder is the least harassing so i've just come back from 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 a course where i never thought i will and to be appointed as a chairman of a posh committee was completely different so it was quite a refresher to listen to haptics in a completely different sense of what maverick sent it out to 
Oh, but it's um, we're glad that you came here and you and many congratulations that you became the chairman for Porsche. You will be. It's one of the most unenviable to... jobs, ah, Vikram. Please <laughs> let me tell you, it's most unenviable. It's terrible. You know, I remember there was a Porsche complaint that uh, came from came towards one of my trainers was um, because he was part of the committee as well. It was Noida, and the complaint that came with regard to the Porsche uh, statement was that there's a guy who sent a friend uh, request on Facebook to a girl, and they were putting that under the Porsche. And I was trying to make them aware that that is not something that we take into consideration with regard to Porsche. It's a social platform, and if he's sending a friend request, it's not sexual harassment. So. Before I could tell them prevention of sexual harassment, I had to make them aware about the nuances of sexual harassment and how normally people get sexually harassed, and that's the irony. Uh, making people understand something which they are completely adamant in not listening to, and they have their own definition. Uh, last time, Sandy and me, we were talking about this thing only that one of the reasons the conflict happens is that everyone has a definition towards one certain definition. And they only want to like resonate on that one particular thing, and no one wants to listen to other person's perspective. That's the level of comprehension that we lack as an Indian society. But uh, glad that you came and you talked about that. Yes, Porsche, extremely important nowadays because of the Porsche Act of 2013, and uh, now they have I think 2008, 10, 13. There was this. Uh, um, some rajasthan uh, committee na what was that committee in which it started there was this girl who actually got uh, touched in a very inappropriate manner and vesh what was that bishnoi committee or something like that and then um, it transitioned into an act and then it became a posh act but also in corporates when i did the posh act uh, as per the indian posh act the sexual harassment is only with regard to the female Not with regard to the male. However, I put that uh, thing in the corporates when I was uh, implementing it. That we also have to take into consideration with regard to the male perspective. So, wh- what's your take on that, Parag? No, so you know, strangely, uh, I I know about Porsche only because I got trained on Porsche only recently. uh so posh law actually affords uh, as you rightly said protection from harassment only for women so organizations can't have provisions to protect men or the third gender from any kind of uh harassments but you know these are actually myths and the truth is that it 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 actually offers protection from both so when we were thought we were told by these experts who were there from various law firms uh, there was uh, there were people from uh, Cyril Shrish uh, Cyril Amarchand Shroff and all these guys who were there uh, teaching us as to you know how should we uh, uh, come to constitute a gender neutral harassment prevention policy uh, So yeah, I think uh, uh, our legal team is now working on a gender-neutral policy for sexual par- uh, harassment prevention. 
uh, as a part of the service rules of the organization but i completely agree uh, in fact uh, just yesterday we received three complaints and all the three were from men and not women which is uh, which is yeah i'm 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 going to have i'm going to have fun on this i told you i told you it's fun but you know the oh, kind of discussions that happen in the committee oh, you, i think you're talking about the i am dreading the it internal uh, complaints committee i used to be part of that it's crazy it's crazy and uh, <laughs> No, so you know because i'm in a retail organization right the amount of people the volume is so high so i actually told them that you know let's form a sub committee and let the sub committee then refer cases to us because there are such flimsy things that keep coming yeah. at the end of it i'll realize that i'm not making money for the organization but i'm just preventing sexual harassment <laughs> Uh, uh, and that's not going to be my core job and on my cv the next time i want to move out to another organization the only thing i'll have to say is how i prevented sexual harassment in my company and you know what the irony is that anyone who is connected to the concept of personality body language they f- they feel that these people are the perfect fit to gauge how to make people aware about the concepts of haptics or oculistics or proxemics or kinesics or body language and non verbal and verbal communication I'm like please spare me the horror <laughs> you know and the the irony is that i you know have a habit so when i'm talking to male colleagues right i have this habit of at least the team that i put a arm around them and talk to them only to make them feel very comfortable in what i'm telling them or whatever so if i have a difference of opinion i deliberately do that so that you know if if there is any kind of a variation in my tone it gets balanced out by the mm. the pat on the back or whatever now with this bloody onerous <laughs> task that has been given to me i am freaking worried man that how am i going to keep my hands to myself <laughs> you have to learn the power of haptics now <laughs> so to just imagine the kind of complaints that you guys would be coming up with like you know usne mujhe chhua maine usse chhua even tell you the level of complaints they are so myopic and so tunnel visioned i can't even tell you and i have seen this a lot because the maximum of my trainers they were um, male females were not there much and there was a lot of complaints and a lot of concerns that were raised by them with the got to certain uh, references that came from the target audience <clears throat> that they were training the nurses person and they used to uh, tell me that they don't have a provision to address these complaints anywhere i uh, so hats off to uh, parag and his legal team that they were able to create that gender neutral gender fluidity in the organization when you take into consideration indian corporates in an organization they are very myopic they completely look down upon the male and they are compl- they are more than happy to address the concerns of female and i'm only talking with regard to the experiences i have had no halo effect no preconceived notion nothing of that sort but uh, this happens this happens a lot yeah yeah, yeah it's a <laughs> i mean there is a lot of abuse about the uh, kind of uh, you know support system that has been built uh, for uh, certain people and they sort of resort to abusing those things so 
very difficult position to be at though it sounds like you know uh, it's like okay we are part of push com- uh, committee but it's a very uh, sensitive area to be in to be very frank it's very difficult to come to a conclusion when you receive a complaint and most of the complaints that comes are i don't know 80% of the fault 80% of ha it's like it's not accurate for sure i don't and know false or reason accuracy the reason there's a false element in it because people don't have the comprehension to understand the level of harassment what constitutes harassment they are not aware and sometimes people try to bring into perspective something which is not even there which can be which can be addressed and when it comes in front of you 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 start having a conversation with them and yourself So what the hell is wrong with people? Why are they not able to comprehend on that level? But that is how how sad the Indian education system is. That is how sad the Indian society is. I'm not going to take the name of the company, but हुआ क्या था? एक director की complaint आई. उसकी team manager मतलब उसकी manager थी. She used to report to this director, or they were like out of the office, were involved. with each other they were like dating each other or something happened out of the office and it happened this thing whatever happened it happened on sunday on a non working day but this girl wanted to set a score so she complained about whatever happened between them out of the office in office i mean just to set a score and i don't know how somebody would come to a conclusion about those kind of complaints a very difficult situation and very crazy stuff that happens and i've witnessed few cases uh, myself yeah but till yeah. the time we have the hangover of this abla nari you no know, sandeep this will continue <laughs> yeah all the best to you parag <laughs> totally what would take precedence for you because you don't have much, enough uh, tools on your side to investigate so how would you come to a conclusion in those scenarios would you be like siding women in those cases given ki already ladke are demon yaar matlab you know i will i will i will come to it i i will cross the bridge when i come to it I I was appointed only नहीं that is how people behave and that is how people comprehend these these things and these things should not be taken on a lighter note but uh, that is how normally it happens i'm telling you sandeep the intricacies of the icc the internal complaints committee the way they read these complaints and the way they recite these complaints and they talk about it it's it's deplorable it's completely deplorable that's the thinking mindset of 
no pathetic and the only thing that you know we as people as a part of the committee and especially the chairperson i just need to bring in balance my yeah. job is only to bring in balance because i can't go out and you know uh, check cameras and cctvs and all that's the job of the investigation team so when a proposal comes to me it's like you know i i weigh the I, i'm supposed to at least weigh the facts and come up with a balanced approach i think that that's all what i can do at best there's there's nothing special that i'm going to bring to the table yes like uh, i think yesterday akash mentioned one thing very interesting when we were having conversation uh, so for those people who are not aware akash is one of our friends who is a practicing uh, lawyer with the chhattisgarh high court so he was saying that law is not about justice it's about the administration of justice so even with regard to the posh we we can't give justice we can only administer that the justice happens in the right manner that is what exactly paragh is saying that he is not someone who is going to see the cctv cameras and all he, whatever the report that is coming to him he is just trying to comprehend and understand and create a semblance and a balance that is normally what the icc or the posh committee does but the but certain members which i have seen from my own experience the way they handled it oh man ah, exactly the way it gets handled is the problem i mean there is mostly you know whatever that has been drafted as a provision for uh, preventive as uh, from a preventive aspect all those things are very beautiful and uh, but again implementation part is like a little messed up uh, and people kind of also then there is corporate politics and all those things i've seen a lot matlab uh, vikas is one of my uh, dear friend he was heading the posh uh, committee uh, for one of the firm that he was working earlier or he just made me sit one day uh, during a you know this girl came in and she was complaining about it so he made me sit there and i was listening to him and she then he also called the uh, other guy about who she was complaining about and i saw clear bias there and because he was my friend i said why you are dealing uh, about this case in such a way galat hai na like give equal opportunity to both and let them have their say so you know uh, implementation is the actual problem it's not the problem with the drafted version of what you have been instructed and now you have to go about you know uh, unfolding the truth but bhai yeah theek hai you have to live with it and चाय में खरीद लोगे उसको तो स्कॉच देनी पड़ेगी नो बट द क्वेश्चन इज दैट दिस टॉक्स अबाउट द माइंडसेट ऑफ दीस पीपल हु आर हायरिंग पीपल टू कंडक्ट दीस काइंड ऑफ इश्यूज 
what is their no, mindset no, they were just saying it in jest yeah matlab they didn't okay then then they have a very cool mindset i must why <laughs> sorry sorry i i literally yaar bhai take the discussion from a spiritual discussion of maverick to something completely different i'm sorry now we are actually talking about the uh, concept of haptics with regard to the both the uh, concept that maverick was saying which was more on intangible level and also on the one that you were mentioning which is on the tangible level you were discussing both the aspects so thank you for bringing that up so maverick very interesting we should connect offline i just back channel you uh, but this really some great stuff that you're doing and i'm completely enamored by the stuff that you're doing here maverick could thank you thank you yes maverick is all into energies and all is maverick a real name i'm very intrigued this is a pseudo name for my book away diaries i'm an author so it's not my real name ah okay okay So Maverick is a renowned author, uh, Pada. He has uh, published a lot of books. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure that's his alibi. And yeah. So he basically talks about a lot about energies and channeling, and also talks about uh, religion, uh, different different uh, perspectives of religion and all. interesting so we have glen and akash akash yes glen uh, i think glen you wanted to ask some questions to maverick you were saying you wanted to ask something no. on the lines of your no so i'm no, I, no, i think I'm you i'm only joking <laughs> so i think you were you, you, you were like to, i love coming into the room of lonely men who long for touch <laughs> I'm only joking. I'm only joking. Uh, no, I Maverick answered. Maverick answered all my questions. Thank you, Maverick. Wonderful. My pleasure. My pleasure. See, Akash, you have anything to add? Akash has uh, already added a very beautiful perspective from his own life, where he talked about the concept of touch uh, with regard to his mother. That was something very sensitive, very personal, and very interesting. Akash, you have been listening to Padag with regard to the concept of posh, but the mention of sexual harassment, normally in the corporates. Anything that you want to add there? Anything that you want to? Yeah, very interesting to hear. I just got a mail from my office today about a thirty-minute uh, compulsory training that I have to undergo uh, on posh. So, yeah, I mean. uh i am not yet taking the training because uh i didn't want to at the moment i i'll do it when i'm free so I'll but yeah i'll do it free for you what sorry parak i said i'll do it free for you the amount of training i have undergone as a chairperson <laughs> yeah i mean uh, they, they they really have an online tool where i should you know be able to take up some kind of an yeah, assessment when we were also part of the this portion all we used to do a lot of e learning m learning 
because people could not sit through a powerpoint i'm like okay we'll give you some kind of a gamified way of understanding posh <laughs> and i'm also required to do an e learning uh, they um, have to they'll, they'll see if i have completed that training okay. and once that there they'll issue that i've i've done the thing but yeah uh, coming back to what i said earlier about uh, my experience right uh, how you know my mother being someone a pa- she's a parent from the opposite gender so uh when she got uh, emotionally switched off and was physically emotionally unavailable to me because of some you know impact in her own life i i i as a child it was still young for me to realize it but as i grew up uh, uh kind of an awakening when you know there used to be w- w- girls who used to uh touch me in a friendly way but uh, i mean i wish these girls were here today in this discussion because they could really understand sometimes they think why do guys make a big deal out of a friendly touch why do they overthink it or because uh, when that happened right there there were other guys who were like making fun of me because this girl you know she put her arm around me for a photo or uh, they were hugging me or whatever but uh, yeah it's it's uh, what what do i say it's it's something where i uh, like i said earlier i connected it it was something you get if you're not accustomed to it as as a depending on the conditioning you have from childhood you you will uh, be decent desensitized to basically you're not sensitized to touch so you're desensitized uh, in in a sense and and when that happens then you suddenly uh, it's 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 new all of a sudden so um based on how you approach it you either uh, get more comfortable it by pra- comfortable with it by practicing it or you just uh so now i i just look back and all these discussions help me realize what really happened there why was it more than a touch for me and just a touch for them so yeah that's about it no but uh, very interesting perspective that you have got uh, akash is that yes we are when we talk about touch we were actually talking about touching women in a certain manner but uh, women never think about how they are touching us and what kind of a signal that can indicate even when sandeep was mentioning about this thing that the women touched her, t- touched him in such a manner that he felt aroused so was there the consent drawn was there the consent even asked was there the consent even uh, made aware so these things both women and men have to have a conversation together and uh, which is something because of which the conversation the relationships they are not holding that balance now nowadays and one of the reasons is that because people don't like to have conversations on these level they're not doing these conversations and even our parents they have never had these conversations with the party the touch like uh someone came and someone was talking about marital rape marital rape has those elements of that how you're touching someone without their consent just by a presupposition that you've got married to them and you can do whatever the fuck that you want to so yes these are uh these are conversations we should have that's one of the reasons i got this topic. like we have this word conditioning because a lot of the things <laughs> i feel uh 
now that we're discussing about this but even otherwise conditioning is really important what uh, I, I th- those girls probably who were okay with touching someone from the opposite gender i mean big deal not a big deal for them uh, maybe they were their dads a parent of opposite gender for them were you know available to them and and it was normal in their home it's like just my mom i i go hug her she just uh, says no you're a grown guy no i don't i can't hug you and this and that so i i just let her be right like i said but uh, for them maybe it's it's, it's uh, again what what i'm trying to say here is what you bring out in child right that that sticks and that's what i call what we call conditioning so uh, if if you if i i imagine that you know as they grew up their dads really you know made it okay for them to be uh available uh, emotionally physically but uh, uh it really depends like what 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 is being told in the family about when when there's friendships happening with the opposite gender what is uh, what is it's very subtle but it 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 gets cemented over time all these things in 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 the kids way of looking at things so it, it i i really want to stress on conditioning it really really changes the game and i feel like uh, beyond a point right uh, we we do say rewiring of brain even after we are adults and all that is fine you can always change who you are once you are an adult but certain things uh what what even this rewiring what is it about it's about changing something uh which probably you know you want to solve some inner trauma which your child and which, which the child in you is still not resolved and you want to tell them it's fine now because now you're an adult and now you're strong enough to uh, either help someone who's going to going through the same thing or also uh, or even stand up for uh, yourself if it happens again now but uh, that 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 is something which is a secondary thing but mainly it's really really important which environment a child grows up and that's going to stick i can't stress this enough uh, i think any topic you bring up from now on my favorite my my keyword is going to be conditioning because that really decides how they see the world it's like the entire perception of the world is is mainly from from this whole aspect of how they like what is the inner child in them saying about this uh is this new situation even though they are adults traumatic to who they were as as a kid or is, is it something which maybe it won't be apparent as as they're living day to day and uh, dealing with it in the work environment or home or anywhere but uh, it does happen subconsciously they keep thinking why, why did that happen why did that touch happen like uh it's it's uh, because they oftentimes they don't even uh get into the details and you know make this connection to what happened uh to that inner child when this thing happened so what triggered that they they're not able to make that connection they just brush it off but it stays it stays and it doesn't get resolved so they have to put an you know acceptable appearance towards it outside and by doing that they're not actually resolving what's 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 very you know um what's very very important for that inner child to deal with 
and and that is to you know tell it that uh, this thing has been resolved now and uh, maybe your conditioning wasn't great but uh, it's going to be a while it's a process day one but over time you're going to get used to it and uh, till it's not in the subconscious you consciously make a choice to uh, react a different way which is probably more appropriate uh, to to respond towards these new uh, feedback even if it's haptic wonderfully articulated and accurate by reading your voice and understanding the way your voice is coming out i could feel everything that you were saying and i understand that this is something that is missing in the parental aspect um, they're not able to form that touch that connect that understanding the comprehension with the with the child and as the child is gone through such kind of an experience and if we can't even um, like talk about it we can't even have conversations around this thing and something that we only want to brush brush off and don't want to bring into that conversation then definitely in the near future when you are put into that situation and you go through the concept of haptic or proximity per se then definitely you start feeling certain um, like rejections or some anxiety also you start contemplating certain thoughts inside you about exactly is happening what i'm thinking is right or what i'm thinking is not right and when you are in that and and those confluence of emotions and you start thinking and your behavior also transitions in certain manner so i i can completely understand where you're coming from and how you're resonating on this thing because i've gone through those experiences myself and uh, being an introvert transitioning towards an ambivert this is something that we all face uh, pdas for certain people pdas are very common for certain people it is uh, like there is a boundary there is a sphere of influence and you don't want to cross that that's why we have the concept of proximity and, and even like when padak was mentioning about the posh uh, prevention of sexual harassment the first thing that is extremely important element is the concept of proximity because touch will only happen when you come into that proximity to that person so even before you can go into the concept of haptic go into the concept of proximics like something we will be discussing tomorrow but thank you for sharing that beautiful perspective that was amazing sure we yeah i i just feel you know uh it's very easy for people who uh don't uh, you know have the same background to misunderstand this this thing so it's like you said it's very important to have uh conversations like this it's just it was different for them and maybe it was encouraged maybe it was not what you punish a child for they will get uh, they they will they will even after they become an adult think think a lot before they do that again so if 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 a child was punished for being too emotional uh and they said they've been told things like come on man men don't get so emotional why are you why are you acting like girls getting all emotional trying to hug cry when someone goes away from home you you don't do that it's it's you have to be tough being tough is right for a guy these things stick with you even though you know at some level that uh first of all your natural self didn't behave that way and this is being fed to you 
um, now now you have to learn these things because otherwise you're punished and uh, that's where the conditioning comes in and and you stick to this long until you realize as an adult what bull crap is this because i have been this tough person who's which is supposed to be the right way and now people are running away from me because uh, it, it comes off as an arrogant trait or they call nowadays as it's very popularly called uh, people recognize it as toxic masculinity but that is what <laughs> that is what uh, we've been uh, uh, you know in some sense uh, uh, raised to believe was right like you have to be someone who's tough enough on the outside for the world to respect what's within you so but i don't i don't uh, a lot of discussions like these change that but uh, really really it does it does really uh, depend on so these these reinforcements of punishments or rewards if you're rewarded for uh, being emotional uh, being okay with expressing your emotions you know approaching your parent uh, regardless of what gender they are like if it's uh, a guy you approach your mom and they are available to you emotionally and physically and if you're a girl the other way dad then if you're rewarded for that then then maybe for you all this is just so obvious like you won't recognize a guy who grew up in a place who was punished for having this behavior you won't you won't be able to uh, understand why this person is even when you when you use haptic method of communicating with that person uh, a simple touch that person and they react in a way which you feel is uh, a bit much right kind of kind of what is not normal then you think that uh, why but you don't know that uh, you know it's very different where you come from so th- life has been different they were praised for different things they were punished for different things that is going to take some time to uh, you know rewire or unwind and then rebuild unlearn all these you know throwing away the garbage and and just starting from the bottom again uh, on certain things but uh, th- as you grow right uh, i feel that it's very important to have these conversations uh, then and there because as you uh, i feel as you as you age uh, you just are less uh, comfortable with uh, changing changing certain aspects of your life you, you don't want to unlearn basically you're just so used to this you you're this is a part of you which says that uh, you can't it, it's just so hard to change now and you get comfortable with who you are and uh, but uh, that 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 will just push away a lot more people than bring them so i i feel like regardless of where you are how how old you are whatever it's it's important to understand that uh, it doesn't matter what you've learned and uh, if it's not uh, what what works in the real world if if it's something which is not um you know, expected whether in work or home or this thing then you automatically uh you know you you try to relearn that pattern and you behave in a different way but again it, it depends like you don't want to be someone who's people pleasing uh be in indulgent toxic behaviors just so that you are fitting in the crowd so you you have to make those decisions 
on on what really matters right um in my case i think i'll just be more open to this haptic thing when it comes to try to practice the good touch you know learn about try to avoid the bad touch and with, with the opposite gender and uh, yeah it's it's uh, mainly mainly you have to gauge where you're going and i think with time it's it's it'll sort itself out but yeah like uh, it is important for the other person to also happen have an own open mind and and in that regard if you don't find someone like that and they judge you for it then please please let that uh, not affect you because there's there's a lot of other people who know where you're coming from uh, especially because they've been in that same place glen glen earlier said that they like to be with the same kind of people but uh, yeah that so so it's really important to find people who can appreciate where you're coming from as well or 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 you just let them know and uh, if they're okay with it then great if they're not then you carry on so yeah i i think uh, it's about it i i don't want to speak more on a lighter note but glen called us a bunch of lonely men <laughs> You know, you know, Park. I was wondering who where he was leading to, and thank God he stopped. <laughs> even, even he changed his DP, and he mentioned that I would like to touch. <laughs> that sense of touch. What the fuck? Seriously, I was, I was trying to figure out what he was trying to say, but. No, Akash, I completely understand. You know, the conditioning bait is 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 so important, and I've always maintained. You know, as a father to two daughters, education alone is by no means a panacea. You know, but it's undoubtedly an extremely solid start. And this education, like all good prevention, should start early and occur often. But you know, the only thing is that it should go beyond what girls can do to prevent being victims. So you know we always tell our girls that you know you be careful you be this you be that you take care you don't uh, talk to such guys and so on and so forth and so it should go beyond what what girls can do to prevent being victims to the attitudes that boys should have about women and about masculinity and the actions that men can take to promote uh, mutual respect and egalitarianism because you know all along we've been saying that you know it's the girls who have to take care but i think preventing any kind of sex- sexual harassment because we spoke about posh starts with what we teach our boys and men whether we are able to convert our boys into men i think that's when the mind shift uh, or the mindset change will actually you know uh parag uh, i i agree with you it's uh, the the whole focus on uh, how women should not be a victim and emphasis on uh, but i i uh, that should should not just be the case it should also be that men should be taught how to you know uh, behave appropriately and uh, accordingly with when they're dealing with the other gender but the thing is i feel that women have already made progress in that area like mature they, they have already uh understood this nuance that they they've been uh using also feminism now as a moment to progress i, I think it's the men that haven't matured up to this and that's why uh they need to learn more about this 
because uh, we, a lot of times you know we 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 observe that uh, and today right it's 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 no longer you know the case where women will even listen if you tell them that this is what you need to do if you don't want to be a victim it's it's uh, that's the level of independence you know many of them are achieved and it's a good thing uh but it's i think is the men who need to uh, adapt to that now because out of egos personal egos won't let them do that uh so makers it's the patriarchal system which doesn't allow us to do that men being more supreme you know that if if you start from that high handedness it's very little All right I I have an early day and I just realized it's 1:50 it's nearing 2 o'clock so I'm going to call it a night 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 to each one of you what a Good pleasure to be in the power of haptics thank you sir night to night <clears throat> All right Suprakash Akish you guys have also joined in thank you for joining in So what's exactly this uh, haptics you're you're coming up with the new terms every day i just had to google for it <laughs> so haptics is basically a concept of uh, non verbal communication where you try to make the other person aware about your uh, awareness your intent your action your intention your why your emotion your feelings your needs your wants your desires your content um whatever that you want to trans- uh, transfer to the other person through the power of touch so haptics is more with regard to the touch how you're touching someone whether it be on a tangible platform or in a tangible frame or whether it be in an intangible frame where for example like right now i can't touch you i i can't shake hands with you but the power of the voice the way i'm having conversation with you my thoughts my ideas my emotions my impressions my expressions they are forming a certain vibration which is resonating with you it's touching you on certain levels that's one of the reason you want to have a conversation with me that itself is the power of haptics so any experiences that you feel like sharing if you are free to do that so okay so the audio touch is also a touch right yeah. it's power of haptics yeah. Yeah. okay in an intangible level. of can you explain the intangible tangible means to me? touch itself like uh, your your wife okay. can touch you you can feel so we have uh, three types of touch one is a kinesthetic which is more with regard to the bodily movement because kine itself means movement we have the cutaneous which is on your skin and then we have the haptic which is you touching an external environment where you are touching something it can be on a tangible level where you're touching something or intangible where something is you can hear some sound you can feel certain emotions i just goes inside you without even touching you it touches you is that making sense yeah it's it, so when like watch a movie right so so that is touches you right yes. is that considered that is intangible that's intangible because there are uh, the emotions of the character you start resonating with them on the concept of method acting so that also becomes a kind of a 
the concept of transference or emotional contagion that itself is a touch so speaking of that example, yeah they, they say that there is something called emotional fidelity even before the actual act, actionable fidelity that happens so the the woman is uh, coming close to you and she is making love to you why because you were able to touch her emotions her mind her values her feelings her insights before you can touch her body you're touching her mind so that itself is the power of haptics i have a question then how do you differentiate haptics with communication i'm sorry how will you differentiate haptics with communication because as per my understanding haptic is something where physical touch come into picture yeah yeah haptics normally is with regard to the tangible aspect but we are also discussing on another platform which is intangible where we are touching person not just with regard to the touch of the skin but also with regard to the touch of the emotions and the thoughts that we want to project to doesn't that come under non verbal communication non verbal communication is even haptics itself is non verbal verbal means that the voice is involved even in haptics we yeah, don't yeah, have yeah. any voice right i can touch you without saying anything okay so where will you place chronics and all where chromatics where the smell the color all those play roles that also come under haptics see with regard to uh, smell it is olfactory with mm-hmm. regard to the gut it is gustatory mm-hmm. and with regard to the pictorial representation that the visual and what ashish was saying is more with regard to the levels uh, when he's saying radio is auditory mm-hmm. so taking into consideration the concept of vicog it's visual auditory kinesthetic olfactory and gustatory but haptics is more with regard to the touch in a tangible manner however we are also adding another element i am adding that element which is uh, on an intangible level where you are touching someone through your voice through your thoughts through your impressions through your expressions can you recommend me some book or something where i can get more insight on this topic because wikipedia. i learned a lot from uh, you guys today uh, haptics wikipedia uh, and wikipedia space wikipedia on google you'll find okay. a lot of, lot of uh, information there okay thank you so Yes, Ashish, you were saying something. All right, Superkash, welcome back. आप तो तबला बजाते हो आपको तो वैसे ही पता है टच के बारे में वेन यू टच द एरिया ऑफ द तबला इन सर्टन मैन साउंड दैट इज द पावर ऑफ हार्टिक्स So, Sakshi, I think you're the only one, and I think Maverick is the only one who is here right now. Anything from your experiential learning that you feel like sharing? Nothing, as such, I'm trying to be a soft skill trainer. So, definitely, body language and uh, <clears throat> vocal and non-vocal communication is a part of my study. So, yeah, I've been trying to read a lot on these topics. Yeah, so I, I am. So is it like? Uh, oh, sorry. So is it like uh, about the aura that you're trying to present by doing the haptic touch? You know, like 
actually creates two things first is the awareness second is the sensation or the feeling deep within them and the way you touch them it creates an intention and a desire and that desire transitions into a behavior or an action so the thoughts the touch the projection into an action it is also called tactile projection where you are trying to prime or anchor the other person while they are listening to you or while they are in your proximity that also happens a lot that's why we have this concept of the surface area dimension that you are not just touching the person you are also taking into consideration the time constraint that how long you are touching that person for for the women who is standing next to me if someone comes and taps on the shoulder maybe it's fine for her but if someone comes and places his his or her hand on her shoulder for a very long duration where the surface area is a lot more than just a gentle tap then she might find it very irksome So this concept of uh, tangible touch or haptics is something that people normally don't talk much about. But this is something which uh, me being a voice coach or the body language coach, I go into the nuances of verbal and non-verbal. Because this is one of the parts of non-verbal where you want to take into consideration the uh, nuances of touching. And tomorrow we will be talking more about the power of uh, uh, proximity, which is more about the proximity. because till the time you're not closing the proximity with the person you can't touch that person and today i i'm also not taking the consideration just with regard to the facets of tangible aspect of touching but also intangible where you are touching someone through the emotions that you feel create these insights that is something that i have added to because i have a very philosophical bent of mind so i keep on thinking about different directions that i can put into one particular perspective So what Sorry. time do you start the room? Yeah. So just... normally I start around at nine. Okay. Okay. So, Vicky, uh, one thing you should do is to write, have a, some sort of blog. Actually, write up, put a link actually to the talk. So <laughs> like I don't like to write understand. at all. That's one of the reason I have my own podcast. Its name is Power. No, no. Okay. So you, so you can convert this audio to. The... audio to the transcript or something use some <laughs> tool so that people think, like me you know, can read only, actually yeah i think today only these uh, people have uh, added this uh, thing called replay zone or whatever where uh, you can download the recording so i have started i have ended maybe when i end the room they might give me some some kind of direction how i can download it and then i can edit and put it as part of my next podcast But yeah, there is uh, another application called Club Deck. If you somehow start your room on Club Deck, you can even uh, record the conversations, and you can also download the transcripts uh, with the subtitles as a subtitle, and then you can put that on your blog. That also you can do. Many people what they do is they normally have a conversation. They uh, 
they're just open conversation and people will be adding a lot of value and they will capture that value and put that on their twitter timeline and they will showcase that there is coming from them so that also happens it's called the export power it depends from person to person what exactly is your intention that you want to create my intention is to create an awareness and to get a larger perspective on that and to have a conversation if somehow i get the opportunity to record i would definitely like to take that permission for everyone who is there i don't want to record someone just for the sake of it i need that consent now my my exact point is about the topic actually that when you explain this kind of topic you know where i have to google to look up the term actually maybe you can put some link that <laughs> so, uh, with your with your own thoughts so that uh, pe- people you know pe- people who are just listening to the audience can at least you know go to that link and li- and and listen the basic basic vibes of what you're trying to say yeah so ashish that's why i've uh, kept the topic name very short very clear and concise that is the power of haptics so power you are already aware of you are aware that it's a structure word for grammar the thing that you are not aware is haptics just type it on google and you'll get a lot of information there <laughs> no but it's about your perspective on haptic yeah that's why we are having a conversation na that's why we have a conversation and uh, we started at 9 and we have been resetting almost 15 times i reset the room <laughs> making people aware what is the thing that we're discussing because many people came and uh, there were so many facets that we like parag was there he was he recently became the chairman of the posh committee so he was talking about the posh act the prevention of sexual harassment where you use the concept of not just haptics but also proximity then uh, there was someone who was talking about how um akash was there he was talking about the concept of haptics with regard to the girlfriends or, or friends who are touching him without his consent as a pda which is called public display of affection so touch itself is very uh, very touchy topic and people bring out uh, various experiences and they reflect on that and that is something that we love to do to reflect on various experiences because i normally don't like to have conversation only on the basis of something that i can find very easy on google the only thing that i can't find on google or youtube or whatever that is there is what life you guys have lived and whatever life that you have lived and whatever experiences that you have had if you share it resonates with the topic you want to connect with that then there will be an experiential learning that will be happening which will when we reflect on we get those larger learnings in life which we can implement in life to create a larger impact a deeper impact that's something what i believe in because being a coach being a mentor being a trainer being a facilitator I always love to listen to the stories and the experiences of people because being an experiential learner, I always believe that the real learning is in the experiences. And when you reflect on the experiences, those learnings become a part of your idiosyncrasies and the behavior. They were I truly believe. So in the machine learning, you know, different data is our points. Your people's experience is your data points. Yes, yes. Bang on. <laughs> because that is something that uh, is not available on internet there's everything is there but what my perspective is how someone can add a new perspective to it how we can add some philosophy to it how we can uh, go deeper into it probe it have socratic dialogues all those things are something that fascinates me ashish yes i will join later i am met by the 
So I'll be, I'll be ending the room now because we have been going for a freaking long period of time and I'll be doing some trainings tomorrow. I'll be waking up. But thank you so much for guys. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you for sharing your perspectives. And uh, tomorrow at 9, we'll be sharing the power of proxemics. That is something which is extremely important and relevant to be discussed. So if you are loving the vibe, please join the tribe. Good night, Maverick, Sakshi, Supaka, Shashi. Take care, guys. You too. See you tomorrow.